What's up, savages? And welcome back to another episode of the Business Savage Podcast. We are here to spark that hunger inside business owners and reignite their flame to take their business to the next level. I am your host, Cassandra Britton. I started my first of three businesses at 19 years old and scaled to seven figures. And I'm here today to share with you inside the mindset of a serial entrepreneur and what it takes to become a savage in your business. If you're not already, please go follow me on Instagram. It's at the.cb.mindset. Send me a message. I would love to connect with you. Well, welcome everyone. Thank you for stopping by today's episode. I'm sure this title has you eager. Uh, You know, there's things that are holding you back from changing habits that are no longer serving you. We identify something that isn't working in our life. It isn't working in our business. Sometimes we figure out what exactly that thing is. You know, we decide that we want to change it. We say a whole bunch of really great intentions on what we're going to change. And sometimes we even have a strategy on how we're going to change it. And we begin the process of changing. But then what happens? After a few days, maybe a few weeks, maybe a few months, depending on how determined you are, what happens? We fall right back into our old habits. You know, those habits that we're trying to ditch and back into that version of ourselves that isn't serving us or bringing us any closer to the life that we actually want. Sound familiar? If so, keep on listening as I give you my advice on why this happens and what you can do about it to make sure that your habits actually stick. All right, hustlers. So let me get a silent heck yes if you struggle with building new habits. You've probably read a million books, you know, maybe listened to a ton of podcasts, you know, feel like you've downloaded every freebie and purchased every planner under the sun that exists to help gain control of your habits and your productivity and your time management skills. But yet time and time again, you fall back into your old habits. I know, I know. I'm getting a whole bunch of that's me right now. Well, guess what? You're not alone. In fact, most people struggle creating new habits. And after some real reflection, because this is my wheelhouse of expertise, here is what I've come up with as to why this happens. I'm specifically speaking to my high performers on this one, my business owners, you know, my hustlers, my savages, my 24-7 grinders. We are high performers. We are constantly seeking more. We often find it really hard, I know for myself on this one, to reward our small wins. Our brain is like onto the next thing before we've even completed the first one. Does that sound like you? Me too, me too. So I'm here to give you guys some context to this one. I want to give you and start off with an analogy of the melting ice cube. So for any of you who have read James Clear's Atomic Habits, he talks about this melting ice cube, and I absolutely love this analogy. So when you take an ice cube out of the freezer, there is a process between being frozen and the point where you visibly can see the effects of that ice cube starting to warm up. However, with every passing second, the temperature is rising and the ice cube is changing We just don't see it. The problem with high performers trying to change their habits is we get bored. We lose patience and our commitment to the journey when we don't see immediate results or that instant gratification is we give up. Who feels that? Because I know I sure do. I still struggle with this. The beauty is 
I'm here to invite you to reflect on what is happening during all of those beautiful moments in between taking that ice cube from the freezer and the moment when you see a single drop of water melting from the side of the ice cube. Now, what about when we make a new goal to lose weight? You know, we set these intentions. I don't know. Maybe you want to lose 20 pounds. You know, you buy new clothes. You spend hours researching personal trainers. Maybe you hire yourself a nutritionalist. Maybe you order some new vitamins or you commit to this entire new lifestyle. You want to be better in this new journey. You tell all your friends and you tell all your family. But after a week, you know, maybe you haven't really noticed any results. The scale still shows the exact same number. Sometimes it even goes up, goes higher if you're building muscle first. And we become so frustrated in not seeing immediate results. Now, let's talk about business because obviously that's what we're here to do. We have these goals. Maybe it's you want to make a million dollars in your business. And we do all of the right things, right? We hire ourselves a business coach. We set up our systems. We create you know, highly converting marketing campaigns. We set ourselves up for complete and total success. But when we don't get 10,000 followers in a month or we get two likes on a post or we don't see that instant return and gratification in our bank accounts, we become discouraged and we lose patience. So using one more example, I'm going to tell you why it is so important for you to stay committed to the process. Even in that in-between time when you aren't visibly seeing the results, it is so important to stay committed to the results. And with this example, I'm going to explain why. Have y'all ever heard of the Chinese bamboo plant? This plant does not start growing out of the ground for five years years. Okay. Five freaking years. This thing needs to be nurtured. It needs to be cared for. It needs to be watered and fertilized without a single noticeable ounce of growth, not even breaking through the freaking ground. After five years, once it breaks through the ground, it grows up to 90 feet in five weeks. Okay. That's exactly what it is like with your habits. You can't see the process happening. Sometimes you can't see the growth happening, but it is happening. You need to trust the process. You need to be patient. You need to be connected with the process. It's not just the end result, but it is the process of transforming your habits. I talk about this because in business, you're going to want to quit. Those five years that you're nurturing, you're watering, and you're fertilizing and caring for your business before sometimes it gets to where you want it, those are the years that are building the strong foundation that your business needs to survive, that it needs to be successful in order to take off as fast as a bamboo, bamboo plant does once it breaks through the ground. So my question for you is how committed are you to these habits and to these goals? And I mean, really, how committed are you? If you are committed, 100% committed 
to the journey of whatever this transformation is, whether it be just a new habit, maybe it's something with your time management skills, your productivity. You've identified something that is not working for you anymore. You know, it was part of your old identity and who you used to be. But guess what? With this new you, this new business owner, they are under no obligation, as Alan Watts likes to say, he's one of um, my favorite quotes here, you are under no obligation to be the person that you were five minutes ago. If you don't want those habits anymore, if you want to change and you want to be better, you have to commit to that lull that habits between that instant and delayed gratification, your business succeeding, it will not happen overnight. I promise you it won't happen overnight. Probably won't happen in a week and it likely won't happen in a month or maybe sometimes even a year. But as you continue to change your habits and become a new version of yourself, your old habits, they're gonna disappear and they will be replaced with new ones that serve your new identity. So as always, I like to leave you guys with some tools, some strategies, some action items or tangible items that you can actually take home and start implementing in your routine. I have a wealth of knowledge when it comes to time management and productivity, and we've been diving a lot into that in Business Savage Academy, so my gears are like really spinning right now. So without overwhelming you, because I have a lot of stuff I could tell you about, I'm going to give you just one or two small tips that you can take home today. So the first thing that I'm going to tell you is to make yourself a vision statement, a statement of what it is that you're working towards, a statement of why you want to change this habit and what impact it will have when you stay committed. The second part of that is to make yourself an SOS plan. Even when it gets hard and you want to give up, what will you do in that moment? When you find yourself slipping, when you don't want to do the new things that you said you were going to do, what punishment will you give yourself? What will you take away so that there's some sort of pain associated with not enforcing this new habit? How can you set yourself up to make it even easier for yourself to step into this new habit? So say, for example, part of your new habit includes waking up earlier to get more done in the morning, but you're notorious for snoozing your alarm. I give you guys this example because that was me. I've learned that if I plug my phone into the other room where I physically have to get up out of bed to turn it off, I'm already up. And I tell myself that if I go back to bed, I'm not allowed coffee till noon. Okay. Now for anyone that knows me, I'm kind of a coffee freak and I really need my fix. So that pain is large enough that as badly as I want to crawl back into my nice warm bed, I don't get back into bed. I also have my end goal or that statement that we talked about, and it is on the mirror in my bathroom right beside my phone. And I read it to myself and I remind myself why this habit of not getting back into bed and getting up right now and starting my day earlier, why it matters so much to me. Now, that is one of the small things that I can tell you I have done to change my habit of getting up earlier. For anyone that knows me, you know, three to five years ago, I was, a, I was struggling to get out of bed at 9 a.m. You know, 
I was like snoozing till 10 o'clock in the morning. And now I'm up at 4.30, 5 o'clock almost every single day and work out at about, you know, 5.30, 6 o'clock every single morning. And it's just those small, tiny little changes that when it's not focused on having a end result, but it's focused on changing the process and actually changing your lifestyle, that you become committed to the journey and your habits can actually start to transform. So what will yours be? What will your statement be? What will your SOS plan be? And what will your punishment be? Those moments of silence between starting and seeing results, those are where warriors are built. It's where your strength is built. It's what separates the successful from the unsuccessful people. Now, I'm not saying it's easy, Your habits were programmed in you for sometimes a complete lifetime. But I am saying that if you want it badly enough, you no longer want to be that person. You no longer want those habits. It is 100% possible. But it's up to you. Well, Savages, this wraps up today's episode. If you are still here, thanks for sticking through to the end. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review. It is how we are able to grow and stay tuned because we have some time management training coming out launching early January, and I am so unbelievably excited to share this with you guys. Also, please share this on your social channels. It's at the.cb.mindset. I would love to hear from you and connect with you. I appreciate you. Go slay your day. And remember, a savage doesn't let anyone or anything stand in their way. They can get knocked down, but they will always get back up. Keep on fighting. Peace, guys.